You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. I do TV mounting. And why do you say she has a problem with that? I have a problem with him using his business as a platform to flirt with females. I submitted messages I found on his Snapchat. I love hooping. I enjoy eating, dancing, partying. So where do we get to the part where we talk about mounting television? Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Ward versus Morgan. Thank you, Juan. Isaiah Ward. Yes, Your Honor. You have brought Sarah Morgan. Yes, Your Honor. To court today. You say she owes you $3,000. You loaned to her to buy a new car. Yes, Your Honor. I understand the two of you have been dating for four years. There are also a number of problems in the relationship dealing with trust. Yes, Your Honor. And you yes, want to talk about them here today in divorce court. Why don't you give me some background, sir? Okay, so I met Sarah about four years ago, and we got into a relationship, and pretty much it, we had complications with pretty much she got a little insecure. Insecure about what, sir? Pretty much with me. She thinks I'm cheating, and she has some jealousy issues going on, and for us to move forward in our life, this is not going to work out. We're going to have to get her to understand that I'm here to better our lives, and I don't want to cheat on her, and I pretty much want to make this happen. So you're not cheating, you're saying? No. You're not, and you never have been. No. But she thinks that you step over the line. She thinks I can overextend with some females. What do you have to say about that, Ms. Morgan? Um, Isaiah is very sneaky and flirty. Um, on numerous occasions, I have seen him personally flirting with females on social media, his so-called clients. I've seen messages between him, him and females. Um, maybe not all of them are clients, but... I've so he flirts with people. A lot. And you see that. And yes. for you, that has raised a red flag. Right. And Mr. Yes. Ward, you say that Ms. Morgan doesn't trust you because of your job. And what do you do for work? I do TV mounting. You mount TVs. Mm -hmm. And why do you say she has a problem with that? And that feels pretty much, I deal with a lot more females than males. Mm -hmm. Just because they reach out to pretty much, they'd rather have a man. That pretty much in the professional world come out and... It, 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 it's, it's pretty much... Pretty much your favorite word? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what's going on. So, again, I got out into the... Pretty much in the TV mountain world, and <laughs> I deal with thousands of people. So, business is good? The business is great. And you're able to provide for your family, their relationship? Always. So, what is the problem with his TV mounting business? Uh, he talks too much to his customers. How do you know? You, are you there helping him mount the TV? No, ma'am. I see the messages. They, they're flirtatious. I don't have a problem with his business. I have a problem with him using his business as a platform to flirt with females. Are you flirting with, with women, sir? Everything is business with me, and pretty much we have referrals going out, too, so... So you're just trying to garner up more business by yeah. being oh. friendly. So pretty much in this world, you gotta be customer-friendly. You're going to be dealing with people every day. So this is just part of your customer service? Yes. Your Honor, I submitted to court um, messages I found on his Snapchat. And I knew to look in his, at his Snapchat because on Snapchat, messages automatically disappear. So that's where somebody who's sneaky would go to message people. Okay. Let's see the messages you submitted to court. Do you know she looked at your Snapchat? I do now. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see what the messages say. 
Okay, well, we definitely can make plans. When are you free? It's good I took an exam, then the gym, and now I'm doing work and studying again. Hmm, well, what do you enjoy doing? So this is a part of your outreach, is yes, what you're saying? Pretty much, yes. I love hooping. I enjoy eating, dancing, partying, arts, gaming, traveling, swimming. This is a way for you to get to know your customers? Yes. On a more friendly basis? Yes. She replies, oh, okay. Well, I love traveling, dancing, and eating as well. I love to try new things and see new things. I'm always down to do something. And you reply, LOL, that's what I like to hear. We can make fun plans together. You respond, sounds like a plan. And then you write, how was your Valentine's Day? She said, it was good, how was yours? Okay, so where do we get to the part where we, we talk about mounting televisions? This, with, this with this particular customer, yeah. I would just kind of just carrying along with a conversation and we just started to speak a little more and pretty much they're in business as well. So of course in business, everything ain't gotta be just doing work. Sort of like being going on a golf course. Yeah. Playing, playing golf and conducting business, discussing yes. business. So you're saying so just in, in no way, in no way were you talking about meeting up to, to go out on a date. No. It was just, you were just humoring her. I was pregnant during those messages. That's what makes it really insulting. Not only were you flirting, and you can't dance, so I don't know why he was saying So I he like was flirting dance. and lying <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Um, so I felt like it was very disrespectful. You know, people come into, into this courtroom and I hear about jobs that their significant others have and that they don't like and it's a, you know, they're a webcam model or an exotic dancer. But the, a TV mounting business is not necessarily a job where you would think that it puts someone into a position where they are more likely to engage in inappropriate behavior. What has to happen in your mind? What do you want to happen with, with this job? Because you say you don't like the fact that he goes into women's homes, but that is a part of his work. Do you, are most of your clients women? 40% women. 40%. So 40% of his clients are women. Is that going to be an issue for you? It's not an issue as long as he's not flirting with them and trying to potentially date them. It's I the follow-up that you right. see. Yeah. If you were going in, installing the televisions, that's one thing, but you see him following up with these women exactly. on social media. Exactly. Well, in the, in the messages that I saw, uh -huh. to Ms. Morgan's point, I did not hear you ask about the status of a television. With that particular customer, no, I did not. But I, again, I handled thousands of people. Are you, are, are you seeing him ask about the status of the TVs or other things, ma'am? No, ma'am, and I don't see him following up with males either. Do you I, follow up with your, with your male customers, sir? I follow up with all of my customers. I, I have to be honest with you, Mr. Ward. These Snapchat messages look more like you're fishing for a date than for additional clientele. One of his brothers, I overheard him one time say, you just want her for sexual reasons. He's very close to his brother, so I feel like he would listen to them. It's, it's so interesting because he, the, the, the thing you're saying about his family, he's saying about your friends. Right. Your, what is your issue with Ms. Morgan? You, you brought this case today. Is it, is it something else outside of the $3,000? Definitely. It's more outside of that, especially with her friends. They're all single mothers, and of course, that's not her world anymore. She has a man that takes care of business every day. Mm -hmm. 
does a great job in her daughter's life every day. I don't plan to stop that. And she has some things with her that she feels that she wants to be like them still. Mm. Take on that like it's just her. And that's not her world. And that's why I feel like she can get away from them and just kind of connect with people that kind of got a better life going on mm -hmm. and not just single mom. So, so you think that these women that, sh that she's hanging out with, you think they're a bad influence? I honestly do. What do you mean? With Give me that, an example. Okay, so imagine you having a conversation with someone that's, you know, you, they had a bad relationship, they, they in a bad relationship and they don't have a man, it's just them with their kids. Mm -hmm. And then you have a conversation with somebody that has a man and everything and their life is going great. Mm -hmm. Things so you, like that. You think that. You think that these friends are going to, at some point, have a negative impact on your relationship and perhaps turn her against you because they, they're somehow bitter and want her to be single Honestly, as well? Definitely. And jealous? And is that what it is? You know, misery loves company. Mm -hmm. So, of course, she dives into that. So. At first, I was thinking she was just there to be an ear, just to be that friend to just speak with them. But it's more than that because they bought my name up. And, you know, when you see somebody got something going, hey, yeah, girl, I don't think you should do this. I don't think you should be with him. Okay, and that's what the issue like is. They're talking about you. Yep. Miss Morgan? Yes, he's referring to a message he saw between me and a friend where I was pretty much venting to her about how I don't like how he's sneaky and... Um, he lies about where he's at, says he's doing installs. Not but true. Probably at the gym or who knows? I don't have proof. I just know that I just know that he's sneaky. And he's hold, he's held on to that for a while. The fact that I was venting to a certain friend and just he just added a bunch of extra things. And on top of that, he has single friends. Mm -hmm. So I don't think relationship status has anything to do with... Well, I think, his, I think his point was that he thinks that perhaps your single friends mm -hmm. are jealous and somehow are trying to interfere with your relationship right. based on that. Whether that's true or not, that's, that's the point that he's trying to make. He said your friends are a bad influence. You say his family is? Yeah, I don't think they want to see us as a, um, a successful couple moving it's, forward. It's so interesting because he, the, the, the thing you're saying about his family, he's saying about your friends. Right. What about his family? One of his brothers, I overheard him one time say, you just want her for sexual reasons, not for a long-term relationship. Why would that make his brother being a bad influence? on your relationship? Because he's very close to his brother, mm -hmm. so I feel like he would listen to them no matter what we have going on. So the two of you have similar issues with people who you believe have influence on each other's lives. Right. Yeah, I think it might be best for the two of you to just try to keep other people out of your relationship, whether it's your friends, whether it's your family, mm -hmm. and, and truly choose the people that you want to confide in and the people you who you choose to confide in should be the people that have your best interest at heart, not just someone who wants to gossip and, and, and know the ins and outs and what's happening between the two of you. So make better choices and who you choose to confide in. Your business is not for everyone to know. Definitely. Whether it's family or friends. Yes, I would like for us to become married, but I can't marry a man who I feel like is constantly looking for another female. So that's the real question you have to ask yourself. Why do I stay in a relationship and make myself unavailable for the kind of relationship I really want? How long do you make that choice for yourself?
If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and for exclusive content, go to Apple TV. You say you've talked about marriage in the past and you've brought it up because you want to get married. What's the status of that? Because the two of you have been together for four years. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would like for us to become married, but I can't marry a man who, who I feel like is constantly looking for another female. That is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to give you that advice today. If that's the way you feel, you are you are absolutely right. But what is it that you but, you... but you're still in the relationship. And so that's the real question for you. Mm-hmm. you because you, you say you can't marry a man who you feel is still out there looking. Mm-hmm. But you're making a distinction because you're staying in the relationship with right. someone who you say is making you feel that way. So that's the real question you have to ask yourself. Why do I stay in a relationship and make myself unavailable for the relationship I really want? This is the way she feels, so I'm addressing it. Why do I stay in a relationship and make myself unavailable for the kind of relationship I really want for years? How long do you make that choice for yourself? And then you, sir, you say you're not ready, that the two of you are not ready to be married. And what is your reason? So my reason is she still has walls up. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a lot when it comes down to marriage. You don't just... That's not, I don't think that's something you just jump into, and that's why a lot of folks nowadays, they get into it for about a year or two, and then they're out of it. Just because they didn't make a lot of things make sense from both parties, me and my lady. And with her feeling like I'm interested in other women, mm-hmm. and the way how I move, live my life every day, that's impossible to feel like that because of the energy I put into my family. Two things. One, what you said about marriage is true. Because, one, as you know, we have a lot of people who come into this courtroom and they're like, I want to... They talk about all these issues and then at the end of the case, but I want to be married because I love this person. So, what you said about the seriousness of the life choice, good for you. I'm happy you understand what a big commitment that is and the, the consequences of making that kind of choice, that, that kind of lifelong commitment. But, Mr. Ward... Based on just the few messages I saw today, even if I give you the benefit of the doubt, you have to acknowledge that your woman seeing those messages, you have to acknowledge how that could be problematic for her. Follow up with your customers. Keep your clientele. Provide amazing customer service. I I expect to see messages like, hey, I hope that TV is still holding up for you. Any, any, are there any loose screws I, I, I need to know about? <laughs> Am I missing a bracket? I, I'm not seeing these messages. I, I, mm-hmm. You talking about hiking, fishing, and dancing, and she said you lied about that. Mm. <laughs> and, 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 and that y'all like to eat. So, Mr. Ward, I'm just telling you, sir, you're going to have to draw the line. You're okay, going to have to draw so- the line because Ms. Ms. Morgan is not liking what she's seeing in these messages, and, and I can understand her concern. Right. And I think most women would not be okay with that, sir. They would not be okay with that. I think that you can follow up with your clientele, have the appropriate follow-up, continue to reach out on, on social media, but make it about the business. Make it about work. It's not worth the customer if you have to disrespect your woman. Right, correct. Right. 
The three thousand dollars that you're suing for, what is that about? So pretty much six to eight months ago, she had her car hit in front of her home, and I go outside and see it, and I go let her know someone hit your car. And after that, I pretty much I only had one car at the time. Now I have two, but at that time I used I used my car, my personal car for my business, mm -hmm. and I knew we had to get her car up and running. I gave her $3,000 to get the car fixed and verbally just told me that she'll pay it back. I took her word. As adults, when you tell someone you're going to pay them back, you want to make sure you do that. And she never paid you back? Never did that. She goes out with her friends and she loves to spend money. She shops heavy. So not only is she not paying you back, but she's spending money on other things. Definitely. And Definitely you, you feel life. like that money could be going back to you, but she's choosing to use it on having fun. Pretty much. Ms. Morgan, did you agree when he gave you the $3,000 that you would pay it back? No, ma'am. It, it, it wasn't $3,000. It was $2,500. It was gifted towards a new car. Um, pretty much the insurance company cut me a check, mm -hmm. and it was not enough to get the car that I wanted. Did you ever agree no, that you would give this money back? No, he And you're never... saying that's not the truth? That's not true. And you, do you have any text messages, anything written down, anything that saying that she down. would pay you back this money? I wish I would have did that, but I didn't. I just kind of, again, mm -hmm. we're in a relationship at the same time, so that's the other thing with trust. When you tell someone you're going to pay them back, mm -hmm. I just took the word, just, okay? Just kind of kept it going. And mm -hmm. over time, I will see and just, you know. Mm -hmm. We never had that. Well, here's the, here, here's the thing. Um, when it comes to the $3,000 or even the $2,500, the two of you don't even agree as to how much money it was, whether it was a gift or a loan, I need proof of that. Because right now, it's one person's word against another. And you're going to have to work out between the two of you why one of you came to court today and didn't tell the truth about it. Okay. But if you don't have any text messages, you don't have anything to support that she actually told you she was going to pay this money back. I can't order her legally to pay it back because I just don't have enough proof. What often happens is when people are in a relationship, they don't... They do business. You say, okay, I'm going to give you this loan, pay me back, but then you don't write it down. You don't do what you need to do on the business side to make sure that you have something to bring someone... I know you never think you're going to end up here, but when you do, you have to have something to support your claim of this $3,000, and you don't have that. Okay. So, on, on the money claim, there will be no recovery. As for the relationship, we've discussed that at length today. The decisions that the two of you have to make going forward. Good luck to both of you. Thank you. On the relationship side, I see us connecting a lot more now that we done addressed it, our issues. And now we know what's going on and we can put our, me and our family in a better place. And I believe, long term, I believe we can make it happen. I think Judge Faith's verdict was uh, pretty spot on. She had great advice for our relationship, and I'm going to take that and move forward with it, moving forward.